Yes. It's our civic duty as Americans to try and stay up to date with the news of the day. But see, the problem is, it can be difficult to focus on the news of the week when our corrupt former president and his idiotic followers are legitimately trying to stage a coup to regain power. But do not fear, my friends, because the Pope on Film podcast is here to help you with the smaller size nuggets of news that you may have missed with a segment that we like to call the Pope on Film News Smatterings. Yes. Okay, so this first story is a crazy story. Uh, that I have been telling everyone I know and uh, a lot of feelings about this, a lot of emotions, but here we go. So a 27-year-old African-American man named Corey is the manager of a Dunkin' Donuts in Tampa, Florida. Okay. And the way that low-paid uh, food service jobs are in our in the present day. You know, positions need to be filled because the fast food industry has gotten away for a very long time with paying people a non-livable wage. Yes. So uh, they were short-staffed at the Dunkin' Donuts. They were having a hard time. Not all of the employees were there. And a 77-year-old white man started complaining that he wasn't getting good service at the drive-thru. And Corey apologized. We're sorry. We're short-staffed. We're having a hard time. We apologize. But the 77-year-old man was enraged that he wasn't getting the excellent service that all boomers demand 24-7. Yes. Yeah. So the angry old man left the drive-thru, parked, and entered the Dunkin' Donuts to complain some more. How dare you not give me 110% of your undivided time and attention and not give me the excellent customer service I demand for my cheap donuts and coffee? Uh, And then the 77-year-old man... Have I said that he's a 77-year-old man? I think I've said that he's a 77-year-old man. He was a Might have come up. Might have come up. One more time. He was 77. Yeah. And he started calling the manager, Corey, the N-word. Oh, okay. Corey said, I dare you to say that again. I dare you. To call me the N-word one more time, I dare you. The 77-year-old man did, and Corey punched the 77-year-old man hard in the jaw. The punch knocked the man unconscious, and he fell to the hard floor head first, and the impact of his head against the floor killed him. Oh! Yeah, that was a turn, wasn't it? Yeah. 27-year-old Corey Puyos has been charged with aggravated manslaughter. And look, um, I'm not advocating murder. No. I am in no way advocating manslaughter. That would be insane. But the 77-year-old man was warned. Yes. He was warned. And he was being a major dick. Yes. 
and he he was warned anyway that uh yeah he he's He's been charged with aggravated manslaughter, and uh, I'm very sorry about that, Corey Puyos, but also, he was 77 years old. Yeah. For sake, he was 77. That story is a crazy story. It's a roller coaster. It's a roller coaster of a story. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I, yeah. I have a hard time. It's fucking tough enough working at a goddamn Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah. And then on top of it, to put up with this guy's shit. You know? Yeah, yeah it's crazy. Okay. So, so I, could, I could see I, I could see Corey losing it. Like, it seems like an understandable yeah, reaction to me. It absolutely does. But also, aggravated assault feels like the right charge. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Ag- aggregated... Ag- Aggravated manslaughter is that's a lot. Yeah. And it's a fucking Dunkin' Donuts, man. Like, cause if you're working at a McDonald's or Burger King instead, okay, all on that same kind of equal level of suckitude, at least at a McDonald's or a Burger King, you got a shot of hiding the body. True. Yeah. You know, I mean, you really can't have a a, a flesh-filled crulla. That's you know? why... But you, you get them in the back, you get them through the grinder, you make them up into patties, you've saved the company money, you're probably going to get a raise now. The only reason I don't murder people is I don't know anyone that owns a meat pie shop. Yeah. You know, yeah, probably because okay, so you don't smell, story. you don't hang around smelly English women enough, right? This next story is without a doubt a story that I understand on a very deep personal level, and I love this story. And here, you, here it goes. In the beginning of May of this year, a disgruntled U.S. Army trainee snapped. And so he left his army base at Fort Jackson in South Carolina with a rifle. And he started trying to flag down motorists on the I-77 with with a rifle, just walking down the freeway with a rifle going, can you pull over, please? I want to take hostage until he got a school bus to stop for him. What? The man named Jovan Calazzo took the bus full of 18 kindergarten students hostage and forced the bus driver at gunpoint to drive him to the next town. No one was hurt. Let me tell you why. The kindergartners started bugging the shit out of him. With question after question. Excuse me, mister. Excuse me. Are you a soldier? Why are you doing this? Are you going to hurt us? Are you going to hurt the bus driver? What's your name? Are you married? Do you have any kids? Because I have two brothers and I have a sister. Do you have any pets? What are your pets' names? Hey, mister, I need to go to the bathroom. Hey, mister, hey. And the kindergartners annoyed him so much that he let them all go. I feel that so hard. 
guy with a rifle took a bus full of kindergartners hostage, and the kindergartners annoyed him so much that he gave up. Yes. Oh, my goodness. A story that is shot directly to my heart. I never thought I'd say this about a disgruntled U.S. Army trainee who took a bus full of people hostage with a shotgun, but I feel you. Yes. I understand what you are going through. Wow. What an amazing story. Oh, I love that story so much. Finally, someone understands me. Yes. You know? In... Incredible. Okay, so next, let's talk wrestling. Okay, we haven't talked wrestling in a while. Yeah, I, we haven't. The WWE fired a number of wrestlers right after WrestleMania in what is slowly becoming a yearly trend, because we talked about this exact same thing last year. Uh, but the difference between last year and this year is this year they fired a number of on-air talent right after WrestleMania. And then a few days later, they fired a ton of backstage employees. And then about a week later, they fired another number of big-name on-air talent, including Braun Strowman, who just wrestled Shane McMahon at their last WrestleMania. Oh, my God. Match, and also the fact that he's seven foot a million, and everyone knows that Vince McMahon has a hard on for that sort of thing. So these intense round of firings comes as the WWE has recently hired a new chief revenue off officer named Nick Khan. No relation to the guy with the last name Khan who is running AEW All Elite Wrestling. And so the rumor going through the pipeline is WWE may or may not be trying to cut the fat and keep costs down because they might be preparing to be sold. Kind of like how Barnes & Noble fired almost 2,000 employees before eventually being sold to a British consortium or whatever the hell. Uh-huh. Vince McMahon denies these rumors, as does the WWE, but of course they do. So I guess only time will tell. Yeah. But it makes sense because the WWE just sold their entire cat shut down their streaming service and sold their entire catalog to uh uh, uh what's it called? Uh NBC. Wow. NBC streaming. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. Because I, I just recently again checked out the Peacock to see what's on. Nothing too fucking much, and I noticed that they had all this fucking WWE shit. Like they yeah. have a lot of WWE shit. Oh, and the funny, the yeah, yeah. Uh, Peacock was so desperate to because they wanted to start a streaming service, but if you start a streaming service, you need a ton of content, and they just wanted more content. And so they bought all of the catalog of WWE. And it's funny because uh, NBC has been slowly but surely removing things from WWE. Like really? about seven or eight years ago, I guess just to show that he could, live on air in Raw, Vince McMahon called John Cena the N-word. Yeah. Yeah, during an episode of Raw, 
I guess just to show that he could. And uh, yeah, that's no longer on that episode of Raw. Okay. They're slowly but surely going through all of WWE's back catalog and removing all of the appropriate things. I'm not sure if Katie Vick is still... You can still see that on Peacock, but I wouldn't be surprised. I bet you can no longer see Mark Henry getting a blowjob from a drag queen on Raw anymore, but who knows? And that would be sad. I mean, we uh, don't need to be flinging the N-word around, but yeah. so, you know, so go ahead. Fine. Although I hope you still, I hope they just bleep it instead of cutting it, because like we should still know what asshole Vincent McMahon is. That is a good. You point. know what yeah, I mean? No, we need all of the proof that's out there. Yeah. And finally, our final bit of news smatterings. I'd like to give a shout out to punk band Teenage Bottle Rocket. Teenage Bottle Rocket. I believe I saw them one year at the Vans Warp Tour back when that was a thing, and I was younger, and everyone was still wearing Vans. But um, they will be doing a show coming up in Tampa, Florida on June 26th. Tickets are $18 in advance and $20 at the door. For vaccinated people who can show proof of vaccination, and for unvaccinated people, tickets are $999.99. Okay. I love that! (laughs) Teenage Bottle Rocket is now one of the best bands in the world. Cool. for you. That is wonderful. That is absolutely wonderful. Tickets for you are twenty dollars because you got vaccinated, and that's what people should do. You haven't gotten vaccinated. Tickets are a thousand dollars. Let me just I kick love this out. The band Bottle Rocket now. Let me just kick this out there real quick, and we can go into it more depth. But while it's on my mind, and because yeah. like you're a fan. Like, the lead guy from the Groovy Ghoulies is going to be at a local nightclub here on June 21st. A really Keppy, little he's fucking amazing. place. Huh? Keppy, he's amazing. Keppy! Yes! I've met, him a, I've met him a number of times because they're a band from Sacramento, California. And so I, I think I've seen them live... I saw them live four or five times. I've talked to him a number of times. And uh, they have a song called Criswell Predicts based on one of Criswell's predictions. Yeah. And I absolutely love the Groovy Ghoulies. And now they've long since broken up because one of the members of the band was his wife. And uh, they broke up. So the band broke up. Oh. But... But he's still doing music, and he's still touring, and oh, I absolutely love the man. Absolutely love all of his music. He released an album for kids, and the kids really liked it Yeah, for a while. Uh, absolutely love him. And then I had a two-page spread in Rue Morgue magazine, which is a big-time horror magazine in Canada. Yeah. 
And then as just a, a bizarre, uh, what a crazy random happenstance, the next two pages of the magazine were a two-page spread on the Groovy Ghoulies. Wow. So it was an interview with me and then an interview with that band. So I feel like we've been intertwined for a while. Cool. But yeah, absolutely love him. He is amazing. Yeah, I just wanted yeah. to... So, so go ahead. I just wanted to kick that out before I completely forgot it. Oh no, that's a great news smattering. If you're, if you're in the Colorado area, you should go see Cappy. He's amazing. At Fritzy's. At Fritzy's. So that's it for the Pope on Film new smatterings this time around. We will be doing new smatterings again whenever I feel like it. Yes, just it. And cut on that segment. Just like Bunny Blesses. Bunny Blesses. Bunny, yeah. St. Bunny Blessings? Yeah. The, yeah. the stream I will do whenever. <laughs> yes, whenever. Yeah. 